episode 13 of Black Girls Bleach. I am Dee Dee, also known as Dust Daughter on Twitter. And I'm Ender, also known as Ender Swearing on Twitter. And we're here to celebrate Black Girl Magic in all its forms. And um, so before we get started, what we're going to do is remind you of our spoiler policy which is that we spoil stuff a lot. Um, but I'm going to take, I'm going to, you know, um, I'm going to promise not to spoil anything about The Force Awakens because I haven't seen it yet. But even if I have, but even if I had, I wouldn't spoil that because that's just too, no, I wouldn't spoil that. So one uh, exception to break the rule. Yeah. But usually we spoil shit. Yes. Oh, and we talk about penis. Yes. A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and y'all seem to love it. So judging from the feedback, which we'll get started reading right now, uh, one of our loyal uh, listeners, K-Rage in SF, tweets us uh, to basically start stuff um she says by the way since indus corner's voice is silky olive oil can i say that dust daughter's voice is resplendent um heart the squee harmony um carrie first of all why you gotta bring up stuff that's uh gonna be starting something she already hates it when i remind her of her silky olive oil voice now she got something to use against me why yes i do i mean you see she was in the tweets doing the bird man hand rub (laughs) yeah i mean we're just going to reflect on the resplendent nature of your voice for like some time now oh my god yeah whatever um, moving on. <laughs> it's not my fault your voice is resplendent. Oh, God. All right, Silky Yellow Boy. Because <sighs> I ain't never letting that go. Even more, oh, more so. I am now. I am not even. You'll oh, be resplendent for the rest of your days. See what you've done, K Rage? See what you've done? Thank you, Julia. <laughs> Uh, she goes on to say um, that resplendent is one of her most favorite words. Um, she says, your voices are so fantastic to listen to. Thank you. Um, but she likes the silky olive oil more. No, she likes resplendent. She said resplendent specifically is one of her favorite words. So she likes resplendent. So we're going to keep reminding everyone how resplendent your voice is. And welcome to the end of Black Girl Squee um, Grand Opening Grand Class. You just go shut this right down. <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay. Um, she also sent us an e- another email saying, I love your show. Um, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. So glad I can squee with other people about the fact that Billy Brown as Nate Leahy should be forbidden from having top two buttons buttoned on any shirt. 
and really just needs to be doing quote unquote work, mostly shirtless, <laughs> probably also pantsless. That's just the gospel truth. Yeah. Yes. And that 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 everybody needs to be reminded of that as often as possible. Yes. So, uh, K Rage, speaking the truth to the young black youth, we appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for rocking with us. Yes. <sighs> All right. Our next bit of feedback comes from me at Nim It's File OJ. And to Black Girl School, she says, You both are classy. Yay! Thank you! As a disclaimer, I have to say, I know me in real life, and so her definition of classy is about as expansive as ours, so. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yes. Right back at you, girl. You are. Yes, you are. <laughs> <sighs> um, so. Uh, I've been making it a habit of posting a visual guide to our DWIDP segment, and folks on Twitter seem to really like it. So we've gotten new followers that way. So um, they got, you know, that's great. Um, one of them is Miss Money Penny uh, at Fanny G187. Who says so? You just gonna post all the bays today, Black Girl School? Yes, yes, we are. Yes. So that was the reaction to um, posting pictures of director Carrie Fukunaga and actor Mike Coulter, which y'all seem to really, really love. Uh, Okay, and uh, also with that in mind, we got feedback from Smells Like Cupcakes, that's a great name, at, uh, who is at Nectar's D, they say, let's be real, we all want it to be t-shirt and or motorcycle. This is true. This yes. Is, this is very true. This is in response to uh, comments about Mike Coulter's shirt being really tight when he's playing Luke Cage and he rides a motorcycle so um, yes yes we we want to be that shirt and that motorcycle if we could be both at the same time what a day to what a time to be alive Um, um, Elio Lucero at Elio Lucero says Love him, speaking of Mike Coulter, after seeing Jessica Jones, but not going to lie, I was afraid of his character in The Good Wife. He was in The Good Wife? Uh, yes, I don't, I've never watched it. I haven't watched that, but I have watched um, Jessica Jones. Um, so, now I'm, on, now I'm scared to go back and see it. <laughs> what is he doing in The Good Wife for? Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm not reading that one. Um, but I will. Uh, our own, <laughs> our own silky olive oil voiced Inda Lauren <laughs> retweeted um, and said uh, regarding a picture of Carrie Fuganaga smoking a, uh, um, a cigar. Uh, she said, I'd let him smoke me any day if he looked like that. So that's just an idea, just a smattering of the 
the thoughts uh, and comments you will hear if you listen to this show and or ever do a podcast with Indalorn. <laughs> and so our last bit of feedback came from our guest, Katrina Jackson. She retweeted us and she said, this was so much fun. Thanks for having me, y'all. Sorry. And in regards to that, like I said, you know, she joined us on the show. We interviewed her for a book on porn. I'm sure she had so much fun with us you know, listening to Didi's very resplendent voice. And, you know, you know what? the time, too. I will shut this whole thing down. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank y'all for the feedback. Um, again, you can send us feedback on Twitter at Black Girl Squee, on Tumblr where we're blackgirlsquee.tumblr.com, and you can leave a review for us on iTunes. And you know, uh, let everybody know how much you love Inda's silky olive oil voice. Yes, and please just tell us more about how resplendent Daddy's voice is too. Carriage. <laughs> Here we go. Um, Squeeworthy news. Um, this isn't really news. Everybody but it's important. But it's important. Yes. Everybody knows Lupita Nyong'o is everything, but uh, she came to these Star Wars The Force Awakens premieres looking absolutely she was just glowing like literally and figuratively I I have run out of superlatives for this woman she is just luminous that dress that she wore I forget where the premiere was but it was metallic with the back out and she was wearing um, her hair in an updo. And oh my gosh. Oh, it was just, it was breathtaking. She yes. is. <sighs> and I just love so, how everything she wore, it just kind of fit with that futuristic look. Mm-hmm. It was just, wow, just perfection. Whoever worked with her style her, they just went through it in It's like she finds new ways to slay me every time it's like she walks out of the house how am I going to slay just slay the world every time I walk out the house she finds a way to do it so um, Lupita um, not news but worth discussing oh yes one two three bit of school-worthy news. Uh, may have heard her name is, I think it's pronounced, I hope I heard correctly, Sonetta Myrie. She became the first Miss Jamaica with Watts to represent uh, Miss Walt Pageant. Uh, according to Style, uh, she's a 24-year-old doctor. She was from Miss Jamaica in August. And, oh, she was um, in the pageant in 
on November in Sanya, China. Wow. So she has lots of hobbies like dancers and she wants to join Doctors Without Borders and she's a volunteer counselor for the University of the West Indies. Wow. And I honestly cannot believe she is actually the first contestant, especially from Jamaica, to wear her hair and walk. Yeah. Oh. It's wild. It says uh, she wait, no, this is a different person. Oh yeah, they said that uh, Zara Redwood became the first Mr. Megan in the walk party. They said that she wore the first breakdowns that it talks about with the Warriors. That was only in two thousand and seven. So yeah, this is just uh, a long-standing hang-up people have had about black hair, I suppose. Um, this world has had few black winners in the past. When Miss Nigeria won Miss World in 2001, she was the first black African contestant to do so since the competition began in 1951 whereas previous winners from African countries were decidedly more, quote-unquote, European-looking. So, um, so it's taking, it's slowly but surely the uh, beauty standard is shifting. But um, it's taken a damn long time. Yeah. But people like Sonetta Myrie are... Uh, you know, helping to uh, change things. So to her, we give a big She's gorgeous, by the way. Yes, so. she is. <laughs> so um, another bit of squee-worthy news is the fact that Megalyn Echikunawoke Echikunawake, um, I'm sorry, uh, will play Vixen um, in an upcoming episode of Arrow. So we'll finally get a live-action version of Vixen, but it won't be on our own show. It'll be on um, an episode of Arrow. To that I say, just give Vixen her own goddamn show already. Uh, yes. This week saw us legends of the tomorrow shit. If y'all can give that a place on your schedule, we damn sure, you damn sure have room for a live action vixen. Stop, stop, stop with the focus testing, focus groups. We want this. I know, I was just so mad, you know, to find out that when they put, um, first of all, they put the animated series on the CWC, so you had to have an app, you know, on a um, device. You couldn't even look at it on a laptop. You had to have an app on the device to even see it. And then there were like six five-minute episodes, and like two of those minutes were in Phoenix. Like one, they could have just made that one whole episode. Two, they could. Two, like you said, they could give her her own show. I mean. The interest is there. I mean, they are doing, the CW is doing so well with the superhero shows, you know, with the comic book shows. They're doing very well with those. 
Why do, why do they think you're going to watch you know, Dixie? They're being just so tentative with this. And I yeah. just, I mean, half yeah. of the characters in Legends of Tomorrow have never been introduced before. Right. So just get fixing her own damn show. Stop being so tentative. You've, there's already an audience for this. Yes. You should have seen that from the animated show. Yeah. I mean, they built their audiences off black people. They built, you know, CW used to be WB and um, WB and um, before they merged. And both of those networks, you know, used black audiences to build, you know, and then they merged and pretty much they just kind of purge every black show. Yeah, they just leave them behind when they get a good, you know, foothold. Yeah, and then, but then it's like now, oh, let's see if black people watch this. I'm like, who do you think the first audience was? So, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of this, you know. word I want to use is probably not um, uh, I'm not going to use the word I want to use but stop stop already just give her her own show yeah because uh, I don't want to watch her um, <laughs> me either <laughs> yeah um, alright go ahead mm-hmm. well, well to me and you know, congrats that you will, you know, finally get to be seen on the episode, so you should give her a great big squeeze. <laughs> congrats. Okay. So, in other news, Ava DuVernay's Barbie doll was released uh, last week, and it sold out in about 17 minutes. So, uh, like I said, it was a limited doll, one of uh, six based on inspirational women, and uh, some were actually optioned off the charity, but uh, Ava's doll, as they say here in the whole reporter, it was met with such excitement that Twitter followers uh, kind of Convince Mattel to go ahead and you know, make a doll sell. And so they um, confirmed that it was going to be available on the 7th of this month. And they had some information about where to purchase it. They sold out for half an hour and then they had to make some more available at Amazon. Uh, actually, and sold out like they said, they would be released on January 1st, but I'm like, I, it got so confusing, I have no idea what was going on. But, for uh, those who got the call, and were also wondered about the other girls to get to, Riley Davis got one pregnant daughter, and she posted a picture. Yeah, at least um, Viola was able to get one for her daughter, and um, 
She took a picture with it. That was so cute. Yeah. Uh, so, I love Viola. Um, uh, and this doll is really cute. She's got her own director's chair and everything. Yeah. She's got Ava's braids. Um, she's, but she's not shaped like Ava very much, but, you know. Um, but I do say I like the clothes she's wearing. Mm-hmm. So, um, to Ava DuVernay and her Barbie doll, we give a huge <laughs> oh, they need to make more of those things um, so other people can buy them. Just, just make it, um, just make it one of a line, a popular, a new line, um. Uh, anyway, um, the next story is um, deserves a huge squeeze. Um, Serena Williams is the 2015 Sports Person of the Year. Um, there can be no doubt the way that she um, took over the tennis world. Um, and even had people, so many people that really don't pay much attention to sports watching yeah. tennis. Exactly. <laughs> elevated the ratings and ticket sales for all of the, the tournaments that she entered. And when she went out of tournaments, that's when the audience um, went. They, the audience went with her. So... Um, it's just, there can be no contest. She is Sports Person of the Year. And her cover her cover was gorgeous. She's in this black lace, not onesie, but uni, unitard? Is that what you call it? I don't know. But um, she's wearing really high heels. Her... Um, skin is glowing and shining uh, and she's just looking like a boss yep. bitch uh, and on on her sitting on her throne uh, like yep. what if you come at the queen you must not miss <laughs> that's the, the yes. look on her face oh it was, it was amazing so um and we'll talk more about um, detractors later, but uh, for right now, we have to give a huge. Oh my gosh, that covers yes. everything. Well, next few worthy news. Uh, hopefully, by now you know that Apple do has a new mixtape called "But You Can't Use My Phone." And if you haven't listened to it, please do that like immediately and right away. It is such a good mixtape. It is that consistent phone motif runs through the entire um, uh, through the entire thing. One, it's clever. Two, it's hilarious. It is really funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the thing I love about Eric Levin. She just has that you know, that, that wit and that sense of humor. It just always comes in. I just love that. 
creative she is with that. But, uh, yeah, um, starting off with the, the title track, but she can't use my phone. Because we all know that comes from Eddie Murphy's blog, but she, the different ways she sounds when you get in touch with her. Yeah. But, you know, you can't yeah. use the phone. But, you know, yeah. Crazy. She's she's got jokes yeah. for days. It's just it's just your the moment you press play, you're just gonna enjoy uh, what you hear, and you may even laugh along with it. But it's kind of the mixtape kind of explores, you know, how dependent we've become on our phones and um, um, how we communicate so much now through our phones, calling, texting, um, social media, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's a really interesting project. And if this is just a mixtape, I can't wait to see what her, her next album is going to sound like. So, and she also um, has a little duet with um, Andre 3000 near the end, um, where they do a little um, revamp of uh, the Todd Rundgren song, um, Hello, It's Me. Um, so it's really cute. Uh, so definitely, definitely check that out. It's Erica. You can't go wrong sure. with Erica. Um, so it's called, but you can't use my phone. It's spelled can't. Like C8, can't. Can't. That's black southern yeah. for you. So, um, to Erica, we give a huge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, want to take the next oh, one? Sure. Okay, a friend uh, of show, Cypher Tear, um, you may also know her as Tony the Best. Well, she has, uh, given her circumstances, has had to make I Need the First Games her full time gig. Uh, I did, um, I kind of did a series of tweets about why you should support her. And, our friend at the Black Geeks, uh, Big Brother Rob, he compiled it into a message on Tumblr. And, um, well, Tanya, you know, she had definitely lost her job. She was in the middle of Saturday. So she does need some support, uh, you know, for both her personal coaching on and also for I Need the First Games. If you don't know what that is, uh, it started off as a hashtag and over the past year, she and others have made it into an entire movement. And so they're trying to make gaming communities safer for people of color. Go to Tanya. Yeah. Um, and I Need Diverse Games. We give a big So um, next bit of news. Um, we're gonna shout out all the all black girls that are nominated for the 2016 Grammys, and it's a surprisingly long list. Yay! Yay! Um, 
unfortunately, you know, not in some of the biggest categories like record or album of the year, but, um, you know, they still still have an opportunity to shine and, you know, we'll probably get to see uh, some of them perform. I know we'll probably get to see Brittany Howard with the Alabama Shakes. Yeah. Because they're nominated in a rack of categories. Well, they're in album of the year, so that's one black. Yay! Yeah, sound and color. Sound and color is awesome. Yeah, so... I really think it's going to be between them and Kendrick for album of the year. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Trying to, I'm just going down the, going down the list. Um, let's see. Long list of uh, nominees. Um, so, Alabama Shakes are also nominated for Best Rock Performance for Don't Want to Fight. Um, they're also nominated for Best Rock Song. So they're just gonna they're gonna clean up in some categories that might not air on television, but at the end of the night you're just gonna you, they're gonna announce Alabama Shake has got ten Grammys tonight, or and you're gonna say wow okay. Um, Sound and Color is also nominated for Best Alternative Music Album, along with Bjork's Volnikura, uh, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> And best R&B performance um, to Tamar Braxton. Uh, it's nominated for If I Don't Have You. Uh, Andra Day uh, is nominated for Rise Up um, for best traditional R&B performance. Uh, Faith Evans is nominated for He Is. My girl Layla Hathaway is nominated for Little Ghetto Boy, her cover on her live album. Uh, another one of my girls, Jasmine Sullivan, is nominated for Let It Burn from the awesome album, The Reality Show. Yay! Should have been had and worn out like I have. <laughs> so, my contralto baby is getting nominated. Yes! <laughs> um, for best R&B song, Jasmine is nominated because she co-wrote Let It Burn. Um, oh, uh, yeah, she co-wrote it. So, um, Kendra Foster co-wrote Really Love with D'Angelo, so she'll be nominated. Um, under, uh, Best Urban Contemporary Album, uh, The Internet, Sid the Kid is nominated for, uh, Ego Death, which is a great album. Um, Urban contemporary though. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. See, that's no. See, that's no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's when I think Let's urban see. contemporary, I think, you know, adult contemporary smushed with black folks. Yeah. So, that's not really the internet. No, the internet is more alternative. Exactly. So yeah. 
that's weird, but whatever. Yeah, They're nominated yeah. for a Grammy. Yeah. And maybe they'll perform, which would be awesome. Yeah. Um, please play Getaway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, um, our girl Leon Le Havis is nominated for her great second album, Blood. Woo! So, yeah. So, um, hopefully one of, one of them will walk away with it. Um, Andrew Day is also nominated for Best R&B Album. Along Jasmine, yeah, along with uh, Jasmine Sullivan for a reality show, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. God, it was such a good album. Um, and let's see. Um, your boy Jaden is nominated for mm-hmm. Best Rap Sung Collaboration for Classic Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicki Minaj is nominated for Only with Dra- Drake and Lil Wayne. And, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Dude. I thought that was called Trump no, the, no, that's a different song. That's a different song. Oh, because um, she's in also Best Rap Performance, then. Yeah. She's in a Wait. number of categories. Okay. She's also oh. in... Um, um, for for best wow. rap album, she her Nicki Minaj's The Pink Print is nominated. Uh, she's the only woman in that category, unfortunately. Um, but you know, Missy's Missy's coming back, so she'll mm-hmm. crush it. And she'll crush it in uh in the twenty seventeen Grammys, hopefully. Um. Betty LeVette is nominated in blues category. So yeah, we all we all up in we all up in genres, man. Um, in gospel, there's Karen Clark Sheard. Also, the blues album Shanika Copeland. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think Betty, Betty and Shamika might be up against each other in one category. Yeah. Uh, but uh, best gospel album: Karen Clark Sheard, Destined to Win, uh, Dorinda Clark Cole. Um, wow, there's a lot more women in the gospel category. Um, Tasha Cobbs. Um, so I think that's most of the ladies. Yeah, Angela Kidjo is nominated Best World Music Album. Mm-hmm. And I think the last one I saw was. Um, under Best Musical Theater Album, Hamilton is nominated, of course. And that cast includes Renee Elise Goldsberry. Yay! And I mean, win. she's gonna, she's got to win. They've got to they win have to for Satisfied win. Alone. They have to win. On that song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she gets to sing the best song on the play, though. <laughs> wow. Satisfied is freaking awesome. Yes. Have you heard it? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
she should get one. She should get a Grammy all of her own just for that. Just for satisfied. <laughs> yeah, she she should have been one in Grammy too. Yeah. So um, for all the ladies, oh, and we forgot Rihanna and Giddens. She's Ooh. probably in the rock category. No, no, she would be in like probably uh, probably traditional um, or maybe a. Uh, not country, but maybe best folk. folk album. Yeah, so she's in best folk album. I think folk. Yeah, I think she's going to be in one of those. Yeah, I know she did a cover of um, Nina Simone's "Black Is the Color of My True yeah. Love's Hair" yeah. for her album. Yeah, we're not in good as it's awesome. Yeah. So to all the ladies nominated, um, congratulations to you, and we hope you win. And also, (laughs) so our main topic um, in the uh, had the great idea of just uh, discussing our favorite uh, stories of the year. And uh, I've got a bunch. You want to start with yours? Okay. Well, uh, well, I think everybody knows how I uh, reacted to Taraji Gibson at the Emmys. There were tears. Yeah, there were tears. (laughs) Hers and mine. Because that uh, that whole moment, wow! I still just cannot believe I actually got to see that moment with not just with Viola, but with with Gina King and the way she she showed all that support and all that love for her fellow black girls at that show. And she like not only just the the um, example of, you know, black girl magic but everything I, you know, try to do with the work I do and just in my life. She, she's just a prime example of that right there. And I already loved her and respected her work, but I just wanted a whole new level of love and respect for that moment right there. And definitely probably my top, top moment of the year. Yep, she's there. You know that that moment was the reason why uh, we had to make her uh, the patron saint of Black Girl Squeak because she just embodies everything that um, the show is about. <laughs> uh, just support and celebration and uh, just loving each other. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was a beautiful moment. Um, Taraji, Taraji's the best. Yes. Um, also the best was Viola Davis at the Emmys. She she took that Emmy for Best Lead Actress in the television series. And she also just, she owned the rest of the Emmys. She, her speech just made the show. And she just owned everything, and um, 
by just by coming up there and speaking the truth, yes. basically, yes. you know, briefly but eloquently. Um, she was just, and she didn't stop, not even in the press room afterwards. Mm-hmm. So she kept, she kept talking her shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What you gonna say? What I got this Emmy? Yeah. I got my own show. What you gonna do?" Yep. <laughs> about to be in these DC Comics movies. <laughs> yep. Stunting on them? Yes. She was, Viola was just stunting, and I love everything about her. Yes. Um, and her daughter is the cutest. Oh, the Halloween picture. Oh, oh my gosh, I just want to be you, Mom. I want to be you, movie. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, Viola is everything. She's the queen. Um, it's being a Viola girl. Um, season two of How to Get Away with Murder. And we just seen half of I know, I was about to say, we just in the first half of the season and already Lord at mercy. I mean. So much. Yes. So much. Not just the main main plot or the main story arc that's going on, but I mean, everything, you know, transgender, women, LGBTQ representation in a not horrible way, I mean, wow. So so much I did not expect coming out of that show. Found out that we have this older, dark skin woman who's Actually, queer, you know, actually queer, and just actually just the way that that show uh, works with older women and sexuality and you know identity things like that. I cannot believe I am actually getting to see this on my TV. Exactly. exactly. I mean, you can't. There hasn't been a time like this where we've seen black women you know at the center of their own stories doing things that we've never seen black women do on television so um man you know shout out to Shonda and Viola and Pete Nowak and Carrie Washington um I mean, we've never seen black women with this much agency. Yes. Um, with this much, with with this much complexity, and it's just it's just amazing. Because I still don't have a clue about Annalise Keating, no. and I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> I. I just have to assume that she's always lying because I never know. <laughs> I never know when she's being for real. But it's like she's Viola is so compelling in that role. You just keep going with her through the whole, keep going through the whole process. She, she makes it worth it. Yeah, I'm like I. I guess I'm just like the students. It's like yeah. I know she's playing me, but fuck it, I'm a roll with it. <laughs> Exactly. See what happens. Because you're just, you can't, you're just drawn to it. You can't pull away. 
So I just, I just love everything about this show as messy as it is. Yes. Um, it's also managed to be quite progressive and even subversive. Yeah. I like that shit. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so, yeah. So I hope it gets even messier and more subversive in the second half of the season. And, oh, God. Uh, considering, considering the cliffhanger, it is about to get very messy. Yes. It's about oh to get God. real in the field. And I'm ready. Come on, February. Oh, my yes, God. We got, we got two more months. Oh. Let's go to the next big bit of news before I depress myself. <laughs> Okay, well, Nicki Minaj definitely made a list of our faves this year. I mean, she was just on point with so much this year. There was, of course, the um, interview, I think it was uh, New York Times, Times, and she called out that reporter for... Basically conflating her with her boyfriend's mess and drama. Yeah, and just making this assumption about, you know, who he was. And so this, we had a very good, you gonna learn today moment. Mm-hmm. Not only, and then kicked her out of her hotel room. Yep. Had that moment. And then, of course, Molly was good. Molly was good. Molly was good. I, I, I could kiss me for that. I wish I wish she had more. I wish she had time to say more. Cause uh, if anybody needs to get told about themselves, it's Miley Virus. Yes. <laughs> and if anybody needs to get called out on live national television and told and just read from head to foot, it's Miley Virus. Yep. I mean, she, we they. Somebody needs to take that person to college and give that person some knowledge. I mean, they need to read, need to read, need to read. I'm not so sincere about that. Um, Yeah, that gave me life for Yeah, it was it was life giving on so many levels. Shout out to Zebra Cats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what that should have been the soundtrack. Amarie should have been the soundtrack while um, Nikki was following up her uh, "was good" question with some other comments that needed to be heard. But uh, should I just heard that in the background? I'm a read. 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 I'm gonna take that bitch to college. I'm gonna get that bitch some knowledge. <laughs> That's what it should have been, but you know, MTV would have um, would have cut that off because it would have been too real. But yeah, yeah. I would have lived for that. My soul would yeah. but, ascend to heaven. But I'm like, I haven't heard Molly talk shit about anybody else since. She can't. What she got? To say, what what they got to say? Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Thank you, Nikki. Take that bitch to college. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. I'm sorry. 
Um, oh my gosh, okay. I forgot whose turn it was. No, uh, okay, it's mine. Um, yeah, Bessie, the Bessie film and the Nina Simone documentary. Um, those are some of this year. I think we talked about them on our first episode. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I want to, I wish uh, Bessie would come to Netflix too, because uh, I want to see it again. Yeah. Um, I just, there's so many good things about that, um, about that movie, just another, yet another woman who had so much agency, even back then, um, agency over her own sex life, over her own, um, music, yeah. uh, yeah, stage presence. Yeah. Um, just so much. Um, she was able to carve out space for herself, even in those really, um, segregated and, 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 you know, violent and racist times where, you know, most women didn't have a lot of, you know, space to carve out for themselves. Yeah. Power to ca- to do that. But she was able to do that. Um, and, you know, Bessie and other blues women like her, um, you know, like Ma Rainey. I mean, it's just, that's why I just love blues women are just so fascinating to me. They're just so amazing. Um, so yeah, shout out to Dee Rees. Yeah. Shout out to Queen Latifah for a hell of a performance. Shout out to Monique. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just all these women just doing it. Um, yeah, I, uh, just, the lady that played yeah. Bessie's girlfriend. What's her name? Oh shoot, who was that? Um, for... Tika Sumter. Tika Sumter. Yes. Okay. Yes, Tika Sumter. Yeah. Um, um, also with Bessie, I just love how. It was kept in the hands of black women. So, you know, Queen Latifah produced it. Of course, Dee Reese uh, directed yeah, and women. wrote the, the screenplay. Script, yeah. And I mean, wow. Honestly, I believe that's part of what made it, it, made it all made it all good and great. Just keeping it in black women's hands. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, see what happens. So, you have to let us do our own shit. Yeah, let us write our own stories, yep. make our own stories, when you just give us the money and let us run. Yep. So, good shit. Yep, good shit. I mean, that whole experience was just, yeah, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, I need I need to get that. Is it out on DVD or something, or video on demand? It should be by now. Get, get my mean, life. Well, I'm gonna, I think it came out over the summer. Or the spring, so it should be by now. Okay. So that was definitely one of my favorite things this year. Um, yeah. Two, Bessie and Nina Simone are two fascinating musical characters, and um, just I wish the documentary about Nina Simone had delved more into her musical genius, but yes. it was still a fascinating story nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and I put this way better at this documentary than whatever that wild thing was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah I, I, 
now we just need a part two that yes. actually gets into her, all of her musical contributions. Yes. Because so, I need to see that. We need yeah. to see more um, black women genius uh, um, just proclaimed out here. Um, so, okay, you take the next one. All right. Um, other favorite story of this year is our very own real-life Wonder Woman, Brie Newsom. Do you remember yeah. her? Yeah, she climbed to the top of a black hole, I think it was South Carolina, to mm-hmm. remove a Confederate flag and just gave us one of the most compelling images of the entire year. It's iconic. And mm-hmm. I just love that this whole, you know, planned uh, civil disobedience where she you know, knew uh, she could be arrested, was ready to face those consequences, and actually trained you know, to climb that platform because she wasn't a climber and had an ally with her to make sure she didn't fall when she got there and got back and just showed you know, how it was supposed to be done. And so uh, just just makes me Woke up on a Saturday morning, saw what happened. It just made me so happy to see the woman take action that she did. Thank you, great. And oh, yeah, she's also a filmmaker. <laughs> yes. She, she has a, a short film, really beautiful short film, you know, a short film, which you can see on YouTube. So just. All up in everything. Here we are. Just um, so definitely, um, she was definitely one of the greatest stories of the year. Yes. Um, and last but not least, the whole movement behind "Say Her Name" um, and you know even uh, and um, the hashtag Black Women's Lives Matter. Yes. It's born out of um, a lot of sadness and um, frustration, but um, it's still important um, that it's say her name. Her her is the operative word. Um, That, you know, when we say black lives matter, we also mean black women's lives. So, you know, contrary to what you see from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the black people in the world are not male. Yes, exactly. So, uh, it's sad that we have to have a different hashtag just to um, highlight the fact that, you know, black, you know, black women are black too and their lives matter. But, it has to be done, or else we we'd be erased from the Black Lives Matter movement, yes. and um, you know we'd be uh, like the handful of people that came to protest Reggie Boyd's death. Yes. So um, it's important that we keep saying her name 
and and letting people know that black women's lives matter yes. along with everybody else's yes. so shout outs and thanks okay uh i just had a few people uh wanted to you know give us some shout outs to some thanks for you know since we started this whole thing uh we mentioned uh, Tanya the past earlier and her work with i need first games i wanted to shout her out because um, as i said i'm just so inspired by what she did with this movement over the past year it really does just make me you know, want to you know, do better with everything I do. And, you know, it, it isn't even what she started out to do with any person. She just, you know, did the hashtag. It was, you know, going out of frustration with, you know, these conversations happening. And it's for her to just, like, okay, well, see if there was something there and turn it into what she did. Like, I you know, just have to shout that out. And, you know, you're an inspiration to me. Definitely had to say that. Um, and if you want to come on the show, please. Yeah. Please, oh, yeah. Please come on the show. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Okay. Hit us up at Black Girl Squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, then I just wanted to shout out MK Jensen. She released a book for fifth season this year, and I think it is now my favorite book of the year. I mean, wow. I mean, yes. that woman writes fantasy like nobody else and the world that she built with this, the characters and how, you know, she uh, developed them throughout the entire book, I just did not want to put it down. Mm-hmm. So if you have never read her, go do that. Yeah. Read everything she's written. I mean, I like this one book better than her excellent in Parentage trilogy already. And she has saying something. Yeah, and, and there's supposed to be two more. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, Jason. I love you. I wanna be you when I grow up. Yes. <laughs> Same. Same. Um, okay. um, uh, shout out to Nerdgasm Noir Network, winning podcast of the year. From the Black Weblog Awards. Yes, long time coming. Yes. Way out, long time, way overdue. Um, but much deserved. Yes. Um, shout out to all of y'all for giving us love and listening to the show and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, giving us shout outs on your show. Um, so, uh, definitely congrats to y'all. Yeah. And, uh, go ahead and yeah, just one more thing with Nerdgasm. Like they are also part of the reason why we actually have this podcast. Too. They have actually inspired a few of us to make podcasts and get our voices out there. So we're yeah, definitely thankful for sure. And our last shout out, definitely thank you all to our listeners. We have uh, at least three of y'all who are very consistent in, you know, giving us feedback and staying with us through this whole process. So we wanted to shout out Julia, me, and Chris, uh, Chris from Angel Spring, because there are like 80 Chris's in my life. <laughs> so just wanted to say thank you guys so much, you know, you 
make it worth it, you know, to do this. And, you know, I actually do love talking every day and just, you know, have fun doing the show with her. And it's actually pretty cool to know that other people are enjoying us just going back and forth and being, because being classy in quotation marks, we are. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, even when we're not being one bit of shit, but uh, <laughs> y'all still rock with us, and we appreciate yeah. that. Um, you know, when we're silly or when we're serious. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. <sighs> so we're just going to get sort of serious for a minute. Yeah. Um, and talk about who needs to catch this fade. <sighs> that would be the Rock and Roll Hall of, Hall of Fame. How you not just going to have Janet and Shaka Khan? How you going to cut them out? Of the Hall of Fame. They've been in the game 25 years or more. Janet Jackson. Shaka Khan. What the hell? Yeah. This is about to be the most boring induction ceremony. Girl. But it's like, I mean, I'm looking at who, who they did induct. It's like, it wouldn't be so bad. It's like, I mean, cheap trick. Exactly. See, the thing about cheap trick is they are almost a one-hit wonder. They have, now, don't get me wrong. I Want You to Want Me is a classic song. It is great. It's like they had that song in like 79. They did not like have another hit until like now. The 90s and it was yeah. a cover song. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm looking at Janet Jackson, who has been consistently good throughout her entire career. She is consistent. Had you know, hit records know. in every decade since yes. it's like the 80s. The 80s. And I mean, I'm like, I like Chicago, but I mean, Chicago, y'all are on nostalgia now. That's another one that hadn't had a hit since the 90s, so. Yeah. Man, if y'all, whatever. Janet just had a number one record, number one album this year. This year. But she can't get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Whatever y'all. Whatever. She should have been a no. She should have been a shoe in the first ballot. Her name is Janet Jackson. She's a Jackson. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. I mean, I'm fuck, like, fuck, fuck them. Hall of Fame yeah. so white. I mean, NWA is there, but it's like I have mixed feelings about them. But I'm like. Janet was doing things before they were. Yes. <laughs> and she's done things after they disbanded. Yeah. She had a number one album this year, people. How you gonna how you gonna you gonna you gonna vote NWA in off the strength of a movie? But Janet Thank you. But not that Janet. is the entire reason they got it because of that film that film did well. That's why. 
Janet's actually still doing music and she's doing good music. She's got a career. She's still touring. Yeah. People still want to see her. Yeah. NWA can't tour again. Whatever. Anyway, and anyway, her career was already bigger than NWA's when they first started. Also, yeah. she's a Jackson. I don't <laughs> no, I don't know if y'all forgot, but she's like pop royalty. Yeah. Yeah. How you just gonna snub Janet Jackson? How you gonna snub the Queen? Lord. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me. Don't even get into Shaka. Shaka can do all kinds of music, jazz, art. Yes. She can play rock if she wants to. She play the drums. She. Whatever. Whatever. She can do anything she wants to. She's Shaka Khan. That voice is timeless um, and powerful. And, uh, oh, man. Yeah, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can catch the fade. Yes. You take this one, Inda. I, I can't. Oh, so you can catch the fade for me? Mm-hmm. Every damn body who got Serena fucked up that she won sports person of the year. Person. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Person. Thank you. Thank you. It wasn't ever gonna go to a horse. This motherfucker, I think it was the L.A. Times, talking about should it have been American Pharaoh or fucking horse. You just compared Serena Williams to an animal. She's already had to deal with that for most of her career, but now you want to do that um, when the, during a moment of triumph for her? Don't ever let me catch this person in the street at all. Because I ain't got no bail money. You, you think people, you know, get out of line for like coming to bat for celebrities they don't even know? Yeah, I'm taking this person. I'm taking this person. You can call me what you want. <laughs> when, when, when Sports Illustrated says, "Who would you vote for for Sports Person of the Year?" and you vote for a horse, that tells me you're dumb, and you didn't read instructions properly. Yeah, also tells me you're racist. Like deeply racist. Yes. When you would vote, hey, who did racist? I don't know who this man is. I forgot what publication he writes for. I don't give a shit. But he's talking about how he can't take Serena seriously as a sports person because of the way she's clothed on the cover. Bitch, what? Oh, God. I just sometimes you want to log off life. Yeah, I mean, because you can't. You yeah. just I can't deal with it. It's just what is uh, your problem? Burns. What is it about her that just makes everybody so upset that she succeeds and she excels? 
it is always her. I was reading um, Claudia Rankin's book, and she has this really beautiful chapter all about Serena there. I mean, if you don't know anything about Serena Williams and what she went through the her entire career, read that shit. You must. You have to. Because it will put everything that you know we talked we talked about in the beginning in perspective. How people just do not like her. They do not like to see her succeed. They cannot stand that she is the best at what she does. They cannot handle it. And it's specifically her. They cannot handle her. You can't I think it's because you can't erase her blackness or her womanness. No. And she won't ever let you forget it. Mm-hmm. And she's the best at what she does. Yes. And she knows it. All of yes. that, all exactly. that makes people not all of that is the reason why people can't stand her. That people have tried to break her down and shame her for things that, for some things that are beyond her control. Yes. You, you can't shame someone for the way their body is made. Um, they can't control that other than, you know, I mean, the she does, she exercises and, and works out to be the best at her sport and that's the way that she um, controls her body but Mm -hmm. she's not going to do something drastic just to make make her body more respectable in your eyes fuck you who are you um She's the best. She's one of the best athletes in the world. All time. All time. She's up there with the goats, the greatest of all time. Not the animal. Um, Like, miss me with the Steph Currys. Miss me with even the LeBrons. Nobody Nobody has the resume. They don't they don't have the resume that she does. They are, she not, they are not dominating in that in their sports for as long as she has. She has been doing this since she was a child. She started as a child and just got better. I think I think I, I heard I read somewhere that um, at one point this year um, the golf um, there. The number of points standing between number one and number two in in tennis was as big as the gap between number two and like a hundred. Like, like she's the best. No contest. Yeah. Um, she's sports person of the year. She might be sports person of the decade. Um, yeah in a few years and y'all can't say shit about it um y'all all y'all can do is be mad stay mad it, basically because it's not gonna change the truth yep 
that could have gone on much longer, but yeah, I can't. Um, done with stupidity. Yeah. Leave it in 2015. Please. Please. Lord. Um, we're going to do Squeak Queens real quick. Um, obviously, you know, she was a, one of our Squeak Queens la last time, but Lupita. Lupita oh. forever. Yeah, just look at all the pictures look at, at the Star Wars premieres. Well, she refuses to let me live. She don't yes. want to live. Uh, Janelle Monet. Oh my gosh, when Lupita took a picture with Janelle Monet. Oh man. Worlds collide. Um, yeah. Life received. And that dress Janelle was wearing. Oh, she just. Oh, Ooh, she bad. Um, yeah. Of course, Erica Badu. Yes. Love her. Um, and Queen Serena. Yes. Yep. Always. Just, just always. I just, I love so much about her. Yeah. I love how black she is. Yeah. I love how much, how proud she is to be a black woman. Uh, yeah. Um, and I love that she stays stunting on fools. Yep. Go find that sports illustrated. Go find that sports illustrated cover. Frame it. Hang it up. Yeah. Get your life. Yes. Just just drink in all the black excellence. Yes. Let it let it let it radiate upon you. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So. <sighs> now for everybody's favorite segment. Time to get your ratchet, ratchet hat out. Uh, it's this week in that print. And our first contestant is Mr. Daniel Wu, star of Into the Badlands on AMC, and just all around fine looking man. If you were on Tumblr this week, you might have seen um, some pictures being spammed um, by uh, um, by request of our own Inda Lauren. <laughs> uh, Look, she asked for suggestions, and it made uh, it, it made my day. Uh, all of those pictures, especially the one. What was that one with the black, where he was just wearing some black little thonglet or something? I don't know what it was, but um, all you could see, girl. all you could see was, all you could see was print. Yeah. There was another one in 2000 when he was like really, really, really ripped. He wasn't even wearing the phone. It was just the um, censored, you know. Yeah. I'm just in the middle of Oh my god. I was like, I was looking at my phone. I was like, you know, trying to sneak little peeks. I know. So I was at work. And y'all decided to do this. And I was like, Lord, I was just. You know how you just can't stop looking? Yeah. That was me. 
Yeah, so thank y'all for fucking up all my productivity. That's a good looking man. Lord have mercy. I hadn't seen those pictures with him. He's not really doing much of anything. Like, I appreciate you from different angles now that you would. I bet you do. Like, if I hadn't been watching into the Badlands before, that would have been my motivation. Sir. Da-dum, 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 I can't get it out of my mind now. Oh my god. Ooh, I gotta find that picture again. Um, I gotta find. I have to find it for the visual guy. He's gonna be mad. Oh yeah, we must. Yeah, we have to find that picture. So um, get to work in the archives and um, while I talk about our second contestant this time, um, Mr. Oscar Isaac. Ooh. co-star of Star Wars The Force Awakens and um, Guatemalan actor and singer of our hearts and also Polly Lupita's um, I was about no I, no let me stop I'm not going to do it I'm not going to go that far but um he recently did a photo shoot for GQ and uh, Baby Cleans Up. Good. Yes. That man is nice. God, he's gorgeous. That face. And I don't know what it is about GQ, but they like putting men in tight pants. They like. GQ, no. They know what we want. They know we want that print. Um. Yes. So, you know, if you look carefully in some of those pictures, even in even in this one, you think, why would why would they go so far as to have Oscar Isaac show us his print? But it's it's unavoidable with the pant the tight pants they make you wear. Yeah. And uh, I'm not mad. Uh, hello, Mr. Isaac. Yes, when we made the force move with him. Yes, the force is already you with you. I see. Oh, yes. Please, <laughs> use the force. <laughs> Tell me more about your lightsaber. Oh. Yes. Theory, but is now also used more generally to explain other possible behaviors. With 
harm reduction, people use various methods to gain control over their harmful behaviors rather than stopping them completely, which can be stressful and So that's harm reduction. All right. Thank you very much. And um, for a black girl commandment, um, our black girl commandment of the stop distracting me with um <laughs> with print. Let me finish the show. <laughs> our black girl. But I have one more. Right. Our black. Hey, come in, Enda. Um, <laughs> black girl commandment is thou shalt have black girl magic all up in your genre media, and you will be richer for it. Yay! Yay! All right. So finally, we are at the end of the show, and I can um, check out them uh, pictures. Um. As always, our Twitter is at BlackGirlSquee. Tumblr is BlackGirlSquee.tumblr.com. Stop it, Enda. Our email is BlackGirlSquee at gmail.com. We'll put our iTunes link in the show notes. Please rate and review. And, of course, our um, feed is at uh, BlackGirlSquee.podomatic.com. Uh, I'm Didi, and I'm Linda. And, um, you know, say goodbye to 2015. Happy 2016, y'all. Um, we'll probably see you. Um, if not, if not in the next two weeks, then um, probably at least by mid-January. Yeah, probably by the second week. Um, so yeah, happy holidays, happy new year, and um, you know. Just keep squeeing, y'all. Bye. Bye.